during the analyze stage it's primarily focused on you know what's working what's not working welcome to the impact diaries where heidi fisher gives real life examples of the five stage lean social impact approach in action Heidi, here we are in episode four of the Impact Diaries. So today we're going to talk about the fourth stage of the five stage lean social impact approach. What's the fourth stage? So the fourth stage is analyze. And you have an example of a client that you've worked with and how they did this particularly effectively. What was the client, first of all? What kind of organisation were they? So they're a housing association. They've got um, houses across quite a wide regional area. As a housing association, obviously, their their primary focus is providing housing, but they also have a remit to um, do additional community work and support in order to make sure that people have the most positive experience of living in their houses. Okay, so they fund community activities and projects to support their, their residents. Yeah, so they have a, a certain amount of budget annually to spend on additional community projects. So things that will either improve the economic situations of their their clients, their customers, um, or that will um, provide other activities. So it could be social activities, sporting activities, educational stuff, um, things to get people back into employment, um, training, various other projects. Okay, so they have a range of projects that they support and that they fund. What did they do then when it came to the analyse stage of the Lean Social Impact Approach? Before I arrived, they were capturing some data on the community projects they were delivering. But this was mainly through uh, feedback, so mainly text responses. And there there was no information really as to to what the specific impacts and, and outcomes were from the particular community projects. So what they did was they used my to use my favorite phrase is tweak the questions. And I, I use that quite loosely in that I, I very often say to people, you just need to tweak the questions and ask slightly different things. Um, but in this situation, the, the questions came became much more focused about the specific impacts that they were having. So rather than being looser worded questions where people could slightly more waffle in them in, in terms of yeah it's been really lovely I've really enjoyed this the the questions were then specifically about you know what what has actually changed in your life or what difference has it made to the the local community of, of having this this project funded. Did that give them much more specific and rich data to analyse? Yes, so, so definitely much, much better data because they could see which of their community projects were having what what types of impacts and also those that weren't really having that much impact. So during the analyse stage, it, it's primarily focused on, you know, what's working, what's not working and sort of a, a quick look at what the data is telling you on a regular basis so it's um, not going into the the learn stage where we, we start to look 
more at what can be continually improved. The analyze stage is sort of a very quick snapshot as you get the data, look at it, see what's working, see what's not working and make changes as as you need on a regular basis to improve those impacts. Okay, right. So that's an important distinction between how the analyze and the learn stages work. How did this housing association analyze the data then? Did they did they rank responses? Did they uh, did they have a mixture of qualitative and quantitative stuff to to analyze? And what was their approach to it? They they looked at um, not so much ranking things, but really seeing well where where could they best use their money? Because as we know, um, there, there isn't a an inevitable stream of of money and resources and funding around for community projects and activities so from their perspective it was how could we have the most impact on a community with the resources we do have so from their perspective in in terms of the analyze stage it was like well what kind of things actually sustain an impact so rather than having a a one-off short-term impact and then you have to redo that to continually have that impact where could they actually invest or spend money that would sustain an impact and from the the analysis that they did they found that actually investing in capital equipment um, refurbishing buildings and actually spending money on equipment and resources for for organizations and the local community was much more impactful than funding one-off events or activities so things like where you have a, a fun day although that might be great from a PR perspective and you might still want to do that from an impact perspective um, a fun day has had very little sustained impact people would literally come for a couple of hours to a fun day enjoy themselves and go away and nothing would change whereas by investing in better facilities um, and community resources for example creating green spaces with play equipment, um, having a community building that the, the community can use, that was much more impactful because people could reuse those on a regular basis. So what they they decided, um, so this, this is kind of shifting perhaps slightly more into the, the learn stage, they decided going forward that they would, would shift how they actually spent their money. So the focus became more on the the capital equipment and refurbs than it was on the one-off events and activities um, which is probably a good thing because if you look at most of the funding that's available out there for community organizations and projects you can usually get events and activities funded but it's usually quite difficult to get capital um, funding. Indeed, it certainly is. So effective analysis, which came from reframing or to use your favourite phrase, tweaking the questions that they were asking to capture the data originally, the result over time in terms of delivering more impact. Have you followed up since then with this organisation? This story started about three years ago. Um, So they're 
they're still um, continuing with their new criteria in, in the, as new as three years ago is um, and in that they're still um, shifting their their focus very much to the capital expenditure and from from what I've seen of of the data and figures that that's having still a positive impact on the communities and you know um, they may well have had to make some changes due to the the recent um, health situation um, where they they may have needed to fund more one-off activities over that time period but longer term they're very much focused on this approach and it's for them it's it's still getting the, the positive PR because actually they're, they're funding things that will remain in the community whether they they continue to operate there or not in the future. So they're getting the higher impact but they're not losing out on the PR that they might have got from one-off events. Is this reflected in tenant or customer satisfaction surveys as well as uh, impact metrics? Are their customers happy with the changes that they have seen and experienced? As far as I know, yeah. So uh, I don't tend to get involved much in the the customer satisfaction element of um, questionnaires and things, but definitely the the feedback has been very positive. And if if you think from the perspective of of even your own life, when when you think about the things that you remember that organisations have done in communities, it's it's usually the the physical things that stand there or, or the the equipment that's available for the community that you you remember that they they spent money on as opposed to whether they they perhaps did a, a fun day or um something absolutely you either use it yourself or you're very aware that other people are using it enjoying it getting value out of it and it's um it's giving that longevity to the funding as as you've described so really important lesson learned there from effective analysis what Heidi are the pitfalls or problems or challenges that people tend to experience in the analyze stage of measuring their social impact one of the key issues that comes up is that people don't do any analysis not so much these days but um, back in the historical times when we we used paper-based um, surveys and data collection methods the the this completed surveys would often get stuck in a box in the corner of a, a room and not looked at again until you come to do a more formal eva- evaluation of a project so what that would be in terms of a a pitfall is that you wouldn't be able to quickly improve or change things you wouldn't you'd miss the the data and feedback and information that's telling you that that something is fundamentally wrong with how you're delivering a, a particular service or product or activity so for me the the analyze some um stage is something that that needs to be done as in when you capture the data it's not something that's stored up and left to do every six months or once a year it's you know have a quick look through and see what the information um, is telling you straight away so that you can pick up any of those fundamental issues that may be there but essentially what we're trying to get to through the analyze stage is you know what what have you actually achieved in terms of outcomes and impact what haven't you achieved that you thought you were potentially going to because that's the 
the the beauty in that question is that it then makes you think well do we need to change something quickly to to make the impact on the people that we're currently working with better and finally how well are you achieving your ultimate goal so making sure you're still connecting back into your overall purpose and goal and not going off on a tangent in terms of trying to look at outcomes that you haven't achieved and making something completely radically different that's going to take you off purpose the other beautiful thing about doing it at this stage and I call it beautiful is is that you can look at the characteristics of your stakeholders so some of the demographic information and see if there are differences in the outcomes and impacts based on the the demographics and characteristics of your stakeholders so you can pick up that perhaps your your activities or services are only being used by people in a particular postcode or geographical area and you can say well how come people from another area aren't using that or people with a particular health um, condition aren't coming and using it people of particular ages etc so doing that initial uh, analysis enables you to to identify where perhaps you you need to change things to to make access more equal to your services or activities. And are there any specific tools, packages, software, for example, that you have found to be highly effective for organisations in the analysis stage, in the analyse part of the approach? Um, So no, just humans, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Is there anything else that we should add when it comes to effective analysis and making the analyse stage as strong and as effective as it could and should be? I suppose the only other thing is just making sure that you've gone through the other stages properly so that you've you've actually defined your goal, you've, you've planned what you want to measure and that you're you're actually doing the measurement and that you've got some of the the underlying principles around having your impact embedded across your organization and making sure people understand why they need to analyze uh, as well as why they need to capture and measure the data in the first place so it's it's really about having staff that that are trained know why they're doing it and that that have, have given the the capacity to to make those changes or to feed into a process where they can say, look, this is what the data is telling us. We need to change things quickly because we're we're missing this stakeholder group in terms of us our support and services, or we're not being as impactful as we possibly could. Okay, great. So flexibility there is really important then. Definitely. Excellent. We've covered then stage four of the lean social impact approach. Quick heads up, what is stage five all about? So stage five is learn, which is all about the the longer term continual improvement that we can make through doing our impact measurement, which is really about managing your impact. So we'll come on to that in the next episode of the podcast uh, of, the, of the series, The Impact Diaries. Meantime, of course, you go into great depth and detail with um, uh, instructions, stories, and and more, pulling everything out of your brain <laughs> and uh, your experience in your new book, 
which covers the five-stage social impact approach. Tell us a little bit more about the book. The book is called Impact First, which will take you through the five stages of the lean social impact approach, as well as going into much more detail around all the different methods that you can use to capture data and do the measuring and various other things. Clearly, um, highly comprehensive. There's ever such a lot in this. And I know that, uh, I know that writing a book like this is a real labour of love, Um, blood, sweat and tears and so on. How's it going in terms of um, progression of the book towards publication? So every time I think I'm nearly there, (laughs) I I want to add something extra into it. But um, one of the reasons for, for the delay, aside from the fact of the coronavirus making me a homeschooling um, parent for for several months is that I've um, had some health issues with with my um, back and my leg which are um, causing me some delays so I think I've just recently been diagnosed with arthritis Um, so um, I have that joy to to live with now as opposed to hoping that they would find what's wrong with my leg and just cure me but um, so that for, for me has affected my ability um, to just get the, the final bits of the book done but it's it's almost there <laughs> I'm not going to say a, say a date because I don't know exactly when it will be <laughs> no no absolutely but well, soon <laughs> soon soon sounds soon sounds good well first of all if you're continually adding to the book you know and finding new things to add to it it's well worth the wait anyway isn't it it's going to be even more comprehensive than it would have been if you hadn't added to it and secondly entirely understandable in terms of um, in terms of uh, delays caused by external factors that we've all experienced this year and other factors relating to health I'm sorry to hear that but I suppose having that understanding is um, better than not knowing um, so uh, so wishing you well with yeah it's it's one of those scenes where I, uh, I think my my impact approach comes back to bite me because I'm always talk about prevention rather than intervention and um, how our health services are not designed for prevention they're all about intervention after the fact and in in my brain I just expected that they would would find whatever was causing the pain and um, there would be a cure for it and you know it it wouldn't continue yeah gosh (laughs) I'm really sorry to hear that but but um, better knowing than not and perhaps finding ways to address it and mitigate it if possible and live with it yeah yeah well wishing you wishing you uh all the best in terms of getting that book, getting the book over the line. As I say, I'm sure it'll be absolutely worth waiting for. Um, we'll go into detail in terms of um, how to get hold of the book at the end of the podcast. So listen out for that. But uh, meantime, Heidi, thanks so much for describing the stage four of the Lean Social Impact approach and uh, how it applies to a particular client as well. Heidi, thank you. That's all right. Thank you. You've been listening to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. Before you go, a quick announcement. Heidi's second book, Impact First, The Social Entrepreneur's Guide to Measuring, Managing and Growing Your Impact will be published soon. And you can pre-order a limited edition hardback version of the book through Heidi's website. The book gives you the know-how to measure, manage and communicate your impact so that you can grow your social enterprise. Go to makeanimpactcic.co.uk forward slash my dash book dash impact dash first to find details if you've enjoyed the podcast why not leave a review or rating and if you'd like to be on the show then please get in touch via my website makeanimpactcic.co.uk thank you for listening